inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy and teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Have you ever wondered... Have you ever wondered if it's too late? Have you ever wondered when somebody will change? Have you ever asked yourself, what does that person need to lose to finally get it? Have you ever wanted to change? Thought you were changing? Thought you committed to change? And then all of a sudden, You lost the change? Well, if any of those questions have ever come out of your head or your heart, then this radio show today is for you. You know, you're blessed because this is the week that we celebrate the harvest. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, I mean, it's graduate week. A week of hope-filled interviews, a week of hope-filled conversations. And today's Hour of Power, where you're going to hear about new beginnings. And not only new beginnings, about dying to old ways that no longer serve us well. Today, we'll have a great man, Mr. Dave Rogers from Broken Chains. And he will join me, and we will discuss the cleanup process of dying to old things and living in the newness of today. You know, every year... I go to Sturgis uh, for the yearly uh, annual bike rally. Uh, This is uh, this was my ninth year, I think, maybe eighth, ninth year, somewhere around there. But uh, Michael Bushilla uh, went through my training uh, from Minneapolis there, I think, from Harbor Church. And Michael and I became friends, and he told me about this great ministry in Sturgis. I've never ridden a bike, a motorcycle. I've ridden a bike. I've never ridden a motorcycle. Uh, I have the same government-issued pasty white skin. I don't have a single tattoo, a single piece of ink out if I poke myself with a pen. And yet, for nine years, I've been going to Sturgis. For nine years, people have asked me, what are you doing? Why are you going? And for the first seven years, I kept asking myself, why am I going? I have nothing in common with these people. And after seven years, I realized I have lots in common. Why am I going to Sturgis? Because I meet people I would never interact with. A people group that I feared, that I didn't know, that I didn't understand. See, that's what's going on. It's not about skin color. It's about fear. And we watch enough in the media about bikers killing people. There's a lot of 1% Hells Angels, Sons of Anarchy. There are a lot of bad people riding on motorcycles. There's a lot of bad people never ridden a motorcycle. There's a lot of bad people putting on uniforms. There's a lot of bad people have never put on uniforms. People are bad. And the problem is everybody has a story. Nobody gets to where they are just because. My wife, Valerie, had a struggling childhood by her choice. She had a good family, but she chose to do things her way. And there's a gentleman, when I met her, that uh, was not doing too well. She would talk about going and visiting Gary, and I didn't know who Gary was. But Gary was uh, a biker, and Gary wound up overdosing 
on Oxycontin. And this is what I had my wife write this morning about Gary. Gary was a true friend of mine. His house was always open to crash at. If I ever needed some, uh, somewhere safe to go, I would go there. He fed me, he housed me, hung out with me. He was a brother of mine for two or three years. He was a loud and difficult man, but one with a big soft heart. He cared deeply for people, but that feeling wasn't always reciprocated. He was always alone for most of his life. I knew him, except for a few roommates that never lasted long. He loved heavy metal. He had a band called Groove Monster. He had a deep love for Harley Davidson's, VWs, and the Minnesota Vikings. He was obsessed with the Minnesota Vikings. Gary was a big part of Val's life, she said, of my life, and I only have good and fond memories of him. It broke my heart to find his obituary with only two lines in it. He was such a good man at one point in his life. I heard that he had overdosed, and I went to go find his obituary, and this is all I could find. So here's the two sentences obituary that Gary Clayton got. Gary Clayton Jr., 51, died 09 September 29th of 2017. Arrangements, Eaton Family Funeral Home. This 51-year-old man lived 51 years on this planet. No one even knew he died. He died alone. He overdosed on fentanyl. This was published by the Modesto B on October 8th, 2017. Why do I do what I do? Why do I reach out to people? Because there's a story there. And we all have stuff we go along. As I go through Arkansas, I see the sign says, beware of hitchhikers. And what that means is people, they should have a picture of a boat being pulled out of the water. And you put your boat in a body of water. And... Things get attached to it. And then you take your boat out of that body of water and you put it in another body of water. And what you do is you transfer little organisms and you change the ecosystem. So it said beware of hitchhikers. But I'm going to tell you right now, we have hitchhikers. That we go through life. See, we are precious. We are rare. Nobody has your fingerprints. Nobody has your DNA. There are like 40-some pieces now. Nobody has your gait. Nobody has your voice qualities. Nobody has the same uh, venal pattern in the back of your retina. Nobody has the same shape of the ear. Nobody has the same tongue print. Your feet prints are different. You are precious. You are rare. In all a rarity, there's value. But there's also something called dross. Dross has no value. It's garbage. It's stuff that you walk on. It's stuff that you throw out. And when they find a piece of gold or a piece of precious metal, with attached to that precious metal is usually dross, stuff of no value. And so what they have to do is they have to put it in a fire furnace, but not without something called flux. Flux is an agent that causes liquidation. Flux is an agent that causes separation. Flux is a chemical or a process that causes the precious to separate from that which has no value. I bring a fire furnace. I bring the flux. And I allow people to become more than they thought was possible. But that was always who they were supposed to be. You see, since the beginning of time, there's never been another person like you. And that's worth retrieving. 
And there's many people out there that life has looked beyond. Many people out there that life has hardened. Many people out there that life has taken a big dump on them. And what we do is we add that to our value. We put all this garbage on us. We stop believing how powerful we are. We start believing the lies that I'm not enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. That I can't be loved. I've made too many mistakes. See, we've got to realize that we happen to be special. And it's no accident that we are. God has made us for a special purpose. He has a job for all of us to do that no one else could do as well as we can do. Out of the billions of applicants, only one is qualified. Only one has a unique right combination of what it takes for your purpose, for your plan. And that one is you. And today, you're going to meet a man, Dave Rogers, a head of a national organization called Broken Chains, a man who came to my training and who left a different man. A man who has a story like everybody else. I like to call myself the Paul Harvey today. And Paul Harvey used to always talk about the rest of the story. And I'm going to tell you right now, every single human being, you, me, and everybody else listening or not listening, has a story. But that story's not finished. We can draw a line in the sand and get rid of the dross. Use the flux to remove the dross so that we can fulfill the rest of our story. And after the break, you're going to hear about new beginnings with Mr. Black and Mr. Rogers. Stay tuned. You don't want to miss this, Hope Peddlers. Give me 48 hours and I will give you a new beginning. Give me 48 hours and I will give you hope. Give me 48 hours and I will give you your power back. Because between the stimulus and the response, there is a space. And in that space is your freedom. It is your power. At Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, 48 hours will change the course of your life. Discover the very purpose of your life, along with the ability to achieve. Give Mr. Black 48 hours in the next Leadership Awakening. Sign up at likeitmatters.net slash schedule. Hey, listen, are you a 50-year-old person looking for term life insurance? Then you need to talk to Bob. Bob specializes in helping people find a million dollars or more of term life insurance for a couple of hundred bucks a month. Look, you need to know there's a price war in the term life insurance business and you may be paying too much. Call Bob and he'll shop and see how much money he can save you. Look, this could be the last term life insurance policy you ever have. Your rates are guaranteed for the next 20 years. That's right, guaranteed level rates for the next 20 years. And if you're a smoker or your health is not perfect, Bob has great rates for you too. So for a million dollars of term life insurance coverage for a couple of hundred bucks a month, Call Bob right now. 800-890-5049. 800-890-5049. 800-890-5049. That's 800-890-5049. Paid for by Term Direct. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. And I don't know about your weekend, but boy, I had a transformational weekend. Me, I had three staff members, and I had 12 students enter the classroom in downtown Dallas-Fort Worth Thursday night, September 19th. And I'm going to tell you right now, 16 lives were changed. 
We talk about uh, every year I go to Sturgis. In Sturgis, I meet some incredible people, people I would never, never normally meet. Uh, it's a people group I've always been afraid of. I haven't known. Uh, they're scary, right? We watch movies, Hell's Angels, Sons of Anarchy, bikers, leather, tattoos, rah, 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 rah. You know what I learned over 30 years? Hurting people hurt people. And because we have low self-esteem and because we've never fit in, certain people put themselves in harm's way so they can belong to something. It's better to belong to something, even if it's bad, than be a loner. And so I started going to Sturgis to serve with a group called freebikewash.org. Michael Bushilla and Paula Bushilla have been doing it for 25 years. So out there I meet some people, and this time I... I went to uh, a ministry un under the cross at Sturgis, Hellfighters, and we meet all kinds of different people in different ministries. So I met this guy, Jeff, talking about his new ministry called Broken Chains, an offshoot of Celebrate Recovery. I heard him talk, and then I heard this guy, Frank Gomez, talk about Broken Chains, and Frank came out of bike wash and hung out a little bit, and we prayed together, talked together, and we stayed connected. And after Sturgis, Frank reached out to him and said, hey, dude, we're having a get-together for Broken Chains in Eureka Springs, Arkansas. I should come out. And I'm saying, sure, I'd love to. And after I got off phone with Frank, I'm going, what would I do there? I mean, I'm not a biker. I go to Sturgis, but I go with a lot of church folks, and we do a ministry. I can blend in. But now I'm going to go with real bikers who are riding their bikes up there, who are all on a bike, who are all this. And so I hear in my head, God say, go, go. And so I rent a car. And I go, and I meet the man that you're about ready to hear from. And as soon as I meet this incredible man who's revered by a lot of people, I hear God tell me that's why you're here. And so I approach the man that you're about ready to hear from, and I ask him if he'd come to my training. Now, he'll tell you a little different story, but while we open the phone lines, let's bring on Dave Rogers uh, to Like It Matters Radio. How you doing, Mr. Rogers? How you doing, brother? Um I'm doing well, still trying to recover my voice. You're pretty hard on the yeah. voices. Man. It, it, it makes me laugh when I hear your guys' voice because, you know, as much as you talk, Dave, I talked a lot more and listened to my voice. Not too shabby, huh? Not too bad. <laughs> yeah, Not I was too great. bad. So, but I speak every week, you know, or That's more right. than one. But uh, yeah. that was a little strenuous. Yeah, a little strenuous, yeah. Yeah, Dave's a pastor, and Dave's a part of a Broken Chains. And why don't you, you know, the first segment's a little small. We've probably only got a, another eight minutes left here. Uh, but, hey, well, let's get a little history. So give me a little bit about backstory in five uh, five uh, minutes. How, how did you get to Broken Chains? Tell us a little bit about your past and uh, how you and I got to the place where we met. Well, I've always been on a bike since I was a little kid, and uh uh, rode in and out, uh, rode with a, a lot of clubs and uh, become a part of the MC world uh, for a while. But uh, I surrendered my life to Christ and I had to, I couldn't, I couldn't do, I couldn't do that lifestyle anymore. So I ended up leaving and I vowed because God got me out of that uh, with me and my Harley intact, so to speak. And, uh, yeah. I uh, vowed to God I'd never put on another patch. 
And uh, when Broken Chains first come out, I've been a part of Celebrate Recovery for for quite some time. Set in as regional director for Celebrate Recovery, state reps, ministry leaders. I I climbed the corporate ladder uh, within the Celebrate Recovery ministries. Great ministry, great ministry. Uh, but when Broken Chains come, I knew Jeff before Broken Chains. And uh, when Broken Chains come about, you know, he, he approached me about it, and I was like, uh, no. You know, and uh, uh, I didn't want to be a part. I remember the vow that I made to God. And uh, Jeff was pretty relentless in that, you know. And so I ended up buying the T-shirt, you know, and, and, I, <laughs> and I took a picture of the T-shirt and sent it to him. I said, look, bro, I got your T-shirt. You know, that's about all the end <laughs> want. <clears throat> but he kind of, he, he was very persistent. And finally he, he said, man, just, just pray about it. Pray about it. When I, when I think of broken chains, I think you, you need to be a part of the association. And, uh, so I started, I started praying about it. Me and my wife started praying about it. And I said, you need a green light. I need a green light. Uh, if we need to do this. And finally God spoke to my heart and said, this patch is for me. Wow. You know, so I, I, I called Jeff and I said, look, you know, God, give me a green light. I'll serve in any capacity you want me to serve in this uh, uh, community of bikers. And he said, well, you got to be a member first. So I signed up, become a member. A few weeks after that, he said, I need you to be a POC, which is a point of contact for the state of Arkansas. And I did that for a little while. And then he called me back and said, look, I need you to be a national director now. Uh, and uh, take over the whole central USA area. So I've been sitting in as a national director for several years now. That's how I got all up into Broken Chains. It's a phenomenal, phenomenal ministry. You know, we go outside the four walls of the church and tell them that there's hope and healing through the Christ-centered recovery process in a relationship with our higher power, Jesus Christ. You know, with those two, we can recover and and. The thing about, you know, we teach them the spiritual principles of walking with Christ, but also we teach them how to live life on life's terms. And I do that in my church through uh, Celebrate Recovery, you know, because mm. life on life's terms has a tendency of throwing curveballs at us. And, and yeah. we come in, you know, to knowing Christ. We got all this baggage, all this luggage, all this hurt, you know, all these poor choices and bad decisions that we have. And, and we don't know what to do with them, you know. The, yep. the 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 pulpit's telling us just lay it at the feet of Jesus, and and, and some of that you can, but but yes. those deep scars, them embedded yep. that are deep in our yep. heart, you know, from physical sexual abuse, from the words yep. that were over us, from the poor decisions that that I made, yep. but also poor decisions and 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 stuff that people made that affected my life. I didn't know how to get. I didn't know how to lay those down at the feet of Jesus. Yep. They hurt too. You know, yeah, too much pain. Yep. Yeah, through celebrate recovery, you know, I was able to get through most of those. You know, almost well, all of them. Yeah, and and the cool thing that you're talking about, Dave, is this is why. And I'm, you know me, I'm a born again believer, dude. I'm a pastor. Uh, I open my mouth, talk long enough, scripture comes out of me. So I'm absolutely laid at the foot. And and we are called to be our brother's keeper. And. And there is psychology going on that there's so much pain, so much hurt, so much unconscious lockdown that unless we unpack that, 
There's no way that could ever go away. It's like putting a, a, a Band-Aid over a, a, a big old wound, uh, you know, and never get it stitched up, never get it cleaned up, but just stick a Band-Aid on it. And to me, I look at that. I, I look at us going through, getting battle scars and all that, but we there's no one there to patch us up. There's no one there to, to help us out. And so we just put a Band-Aid on it and keep going, and it gets wounded. It comes deeper. It becomes gangrene spiritually and metaphorically. Uh, and I got to tell you, when I went to that, when I went to your Broken Chains event to hear t- Tina and Richard and so many others share their broken testimony openly with tears and emotion, I said, these are my brothers and my sisters. <clears throat> Excuse me. These are my brothers and my sisters. I'm raw. I'm real. I'm authentic. I lead with my brokenness and to see you guys do that. And so you had shared uh, at the beginning or somewhere in the middle that you know, I need some prayer. There's a lot going on. You don't need to explain the detail of what's going on. But after I saw that, God told me, that's why you're here. Uh, and I went up to you and I approached you. And what was that conversation like when I asked you if you'd be willing to come to my training? <laughs> well, I was definitely broken at the time before this training. Uh, yeah. But you know, you approached me, and and you're 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 talking words that are kind of foreign. You know, it's it's kind of like you know, <laughs> it's my authority. Can you can you uh, commit to the process? And yeah, and I'm just like I'm thinking in my mind, who's this guy think he is? You know, <laughs> kind of arrogant. You know, uh, what I'm gonna submit to you? What I don't even know who you are, dude. <laughs> you know, so I walked away with one eyebrow raised, thinking, yeah. "Who is this guy?" You know, and, and yeah. never knew what God was orchestrating yeah. between me and you. Between in that cradle. Yeah, and that crowd, yeah. brother. I mean, and as I play it back in my head, I'm thinking people gotta think I'm nuts. This guy just said, oh, Dave, Dave's. When you think of a freaking real biker, that's Dave. I mean, he's got the braided beard. He's a big guy. How tall are you, Dave? About five eleven. Yeah, you look about 6'2", just so you know, you look about 6'2", to me, uh, about 300 pounds. Of course, none of that's true, but that's what he looks like to someone like me. He's the guy with the tattoos, with the arms, with the, I mean, you are the atypical biker. Uh, And when God told me to approach you and talk to you, that's exactly what I did. And I knew it was weird. It felt weird to me, but I was just being uh, an honorable student. Uh, And uh, you, we had a few interactions actions and you showed up uh, and we were blessed to have you. So uh, take 15 seconds. What's different about your life today? Uh, and we'll talk about it after the break than when you went on Thursday. What's different? You know what God told me? He told me, if you go to this program, I will return to you the joy of my salvation. And, wow. and God showed me how to die to self and how to focus in on that resurrection power that that lives in all of us. I know how to accept that power of Jesus Christ, the power of the Holy Spirit now due to this program. And I've learned how to die. Amen. You hold on to that. You hold on to that. We're going to heartbreak. We'll be right back. You're going to hear the breakdown of this story. Don't miss this, Hope Peddlers. We'll be right back. (laughs) 
Hi, I'm Ronnie Deutsch, and if you or your business owe money to the IRS, I've got great news for you. Tax laws have changed. Billions of dollars are earmarked for IRS Fresh Start programs. And if you qualify, you can literally save tens of thousands of dollars. Listen, I know what you're going through. Call me if you want to speak with a tax attorney or tax professional for free. 800-246-1687. 800-246-1687. You're a work in progress. A little more. A little more. Constantly under construction. That's good. To build your productive life, you need the right tools from Mr. Black and Like It Matters Radio. A good golfer has a great caddy who shares the load and understands the course. Hire Mr. Black as your life caddy to live more fulfilling and successfully. If you want to get to the next level and beyond, both personally and professionally, sign up for Mr. Black's Immersive Leadership Awakening class. It's the most powerful, transformational two days you will ever experience. Stay in touch with Mr. Black and the change connected to him on your schedule with his daily podcast. Search Living Like It Matters wherever you get your podcasts. Walk along with Mr. Black as he goes to God's Instruction Manual. It's manna from the Word of God with Mr. Black's Bible teaching at wayofwarrior.blog. Build yourself up like it matters and get everything God has for you. Go to likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. And today we are blessed because you get a chance to listen to two warriors. And if you're a warrior and you want some daily food, some daily manna, you just go to wayofwarrior.blog, wayofwarrior.blog. Daily I put the word of God out there and I break it down for you. I explain what does it mean and how do you apply it because if you ain't doing something with the word, then you ain't using the word properly because the word is living, it's active, just like we are. And so I'd like to welcome back to Like It Matters Radio, Mr. Dave Rogers. Dave, uh, man, I am honored to call you brother. I am so excited about what God has uh, for us. And uh, I, I want to be a, you know, as I said, let me, I'll ride in the sidecar, brother. I want to be, I want to be a servant for God, for Yahweh. And you guys are doing big things, but uh, let's go back to class. So you wound up coming to my class. You showed up on Thursday. Um, tell me what was going through your mind Thursday when the class was getting started? Were you excited? Were you anxious? Did you want to be there? What was going through your head? Uh, the word fear comes to my mind. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. You know, that's I, fair. Uh, from the class, I didn't know what to expect. Uh, you know, what was going to happen or anything like that. You know, and I met some of the guys downstairs. Didn't know that they were a part of the crew. And even some of them yeah. come up and told me they were like, "Man, I hope that guy's not here for the class." Uh, <laughs> when they in the uh, waiting check the motel room, and here we are. You know, all of us yeah. in class. Oh, so it was kind of uncomfortable, you know, because yeah. uh, I didn't know the full spectrum of what we were yeah. picking to go through and the intensity yeah. uh, that we yep. went through. The intensity I mean, people are blown away by. And, you know, my training comes from the Japanese training of Kinrisha Yose Gakko. So the spirit of that training, the intensity, is actually from the Japanese training uh, that Dr. Charles Edward Deming uh, put together in Japan. So, yeah, it's intensity. You know, the number two fear in the world is uh, burning to death by fire. Number one is public speaking. So I use the number one fear in the world uh, as a battering ram, and I put some intense energy behind it. And, and you also had a group of 12 people totally different. I mean, 
Can you believe how different that group was in age and belief systems? We had atheists, we had agnostics, we had hetero and homo, we had uh, young and old. I mean, we we had everything there, right? Right. Yeah, I was the oldest guy in the group, and on the way praying yeah. down there, Lord let somebody in that class look like me. Uh, he didn't answer that prayer. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't. No, he didn't. Yeah. It was incredible. That's so funny. Going through this with them particular people, you know, it's 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 always amazes me how God just grabs a whole group of people and then throws them in together, you know. And 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 when I first heard that there was twelve in there, well, that piqued my interest right there. Twelve disciples. Yep. I mean, the run with yep. the number twelve, and then from the yep. different grounds and different roads that they come through. It's, it was, man, it's just like Jesus' disciples here, you know? Yep. Uh, oh, yeah. It was incredible. It's a unique, you know, thing that they had to work through. You know, I had a lot of junk coming in. Now. I was a broken man, you know, me and my wife had separated and a and, uh, month and a half ago. And it, and, it, and it has been, you know, very very difficult, very dark season of my life, you know, and, and, and I didn't want to be there. You know, I didn't want to go, yeah. but God said he would give me my, the joy of my salvation. And I was, I was desperately wanting that, you know, so Amen. I'm glad you were obedient. I'm glad I was obedient. Amen. You know? And, and yep. we looked up, you know, yep. uh, and, now and then the shift back. took place. Yeah. Right. I, and I, I see the handprints of God all over it. Yeah, yep. that was a big shift. Yep. Hey, you know, I wanted to be that person, but never my fear of rejection, fear of what yep. people would think of me if I took it to that intensity. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I took it to that intensity in church, and it wasn't received very well. Uh, nope. But, you know, that's me. That's neither here nor there, you know. That's right. going to put me on a new path, open a new door, and, and I'm going to continue moving forward, you know? And, yep. and I, 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 you know, God was in this, you know, and and it was a process, but through that process, I'm a changed man. I've got yeah. I want to ask you. Now, well, I, yeah, I want to ask you about that process because, uh, and again, we don't need to go into specific details, but there was a point in that training uh, where everybody gets something grabs you, and that shifts the training. And for you, it was a powerful process. Uh, then we a process that we go through that eventually leads to writing a mission statement. But you had to take a look at your life, uh, and we asked ourselves if we were to die today, uh, and uh, what would you want said about you, and what you wrote was so hardcore honest that people were stunned. Uh, what you wrote was not nice about the Dave Rogers, who if he would have died that day and people were honest, what they said. You want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, it was uh, It was kind of like a moment of clarity for me. And it was a, a good, strong, stiff look at the, in the mirror. And I had to get honest with myself, you know, and the guy I saw staring back at me once again, I didn't like who was staring back at me. And I would, I didn't like, even though I'm a Christian, I'm a pastor, I'm doing all these things, but the guy down deep inside, you know, who still makes mistakes, who still falls short, uh, I got to see that guy and it, and it was pretty raw. So, you know, I, you know, it, 
if I died today, I really don't think anybody would show up. Now they may in the well, future, but but yeah. you know, and that's what I put on my eulogy. You know that he yep. took and he never gave. You know, uh, he always thought he was better than everybody else. You know, with the position he holds and all this kind of stuff. And it was really humbling writing that to be that honest and and it. it honest with you i thought everybody would write something like that no nope. um, but <laughs> no no but everybody but else was, wrote nice flowery yeah. things which is technically what i wanted to do because i wanted them to draw that line in the sand but sometimes we need to clean up the past before right. we can go to the future and you needed that that depth of honesty that breadth of honesty and i'm the same way i'm nobody can be harder on me dave than i am on myself uh you can jump on me and tell me all this and that what i'm doing wrong and i'll add to the list because i want to be the best version of myself uh, i don't want to be good enough i'm i'm tired of settling for god's low-hanging fruit uh, i've settled uh, you know, and I want everything God has for me, and so do you. And so when you laid that guy to rest, what, what, who was the new Dave that rose when you put the old Super Dave to rest? And we're going to talk about the next break. After this break, we're going to talk about some nice ceremony you did for me. But you laid Super Dave to rest, uh, and Dave rose again. Uh, tell us about that. What's different about the Dave who's talking to me today versus the Dave that came to my room Thursday night? Now, the biggest thing I've got, I've got peace in my spirit now. I mean, real peace, not 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 no sugar coated peace. I've got peace down in my spirit. I've got joy down in my spirit. I, I walk around now with a smile on my face instead of a scowl. It, it, the closest thing I could put to that was uh, my day of my salvation. You know, when I first got saved, the sky was greener, the grass was bluer, you know. Uh, and, what, of course, I'm a little backwards sometimes. Uh, you know, it was like <laughs> all over again, you know. And and here's this fire and this passion again that I've lost over the years, you know. And uh, you helped me get that centered back to who I needed to be in God. Because before, before coming down there, I wasn't who I needed to be. To God, yep. but now I have the passion, and and I don't care what people think. You know, I'm going to worship my God openly. You know, and 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 I'm going to do everything and be everything that God wants me to be today, and and mm. take that new guy and and run with it as hard as I can. Amen. Because you got lives to change, you got souls to change. You got, you know. And the cool thing, you you own a business, right? What is the name of your company? Monster Tint. Is that correct? Yeah, it's Monster Tint. We do window tinting, or I do window tinting and vehicle wraps, and we do uh, printed banners and signs and all kinds of color change. Awesome. Do you, do you use rolling plotters? Uh, no, I use Buto. I'm a big Buto okay. fan. Okay, the reason I was saying my, no, my no, friend no. Brett Wassel, Film Vital Designs, he does all the, the software work for uh, for them. So I was just kind of curious. So so my point being this, you're a business owner. You had 12 different people from all walks of life, some construction workers, some professionals, uh, some women, some who believed in God, some who didn't, some heterosexual, all different. Tell me about that team of yours. How close do you feel to those people, the 12 of you? What happened to the 12? Over you, they're my family, you know, and I, I'm not talking about just family, they're real, they're my real family. I mean, just to see those guys when, when, when it was so, 
when it was so difficult for me in that course and to do the things and the things that you were challenging us to do. These guys rallied around me and encouraged me and pushed me forward. If it wasn't for that, I don't think I would have made it through the course. I love my brothers and sisters in our class. I mean, I, I, I don't know how to give them the gratitude that I experienced. Yeah. And I'm sure they don't know how much I appreciated them getting me through my struggles. They didn't look at me as a pastor. They didn't look at me as a broken man. They didn't look at me as a biker. They looked at me as a part of a team. Yeah. A part of a team. You know, yeah. there was no, it didn't matter. You know, we were a team and we're all going to get this. You know, no man left behind. We're all going to go through this course. And yeah. if somebody That's was so dragging behind, we went back and got them and pulled them forward with us. That's what teams yeah. do. That's what the church is supposed to be doing. That's supposed what they're supposed yeah. to be doing. And Amen. We've lost Amen. We've lost our That's vision. right. And this is Amen. not me how to get my focus back and get, you know, I love my brothers and sisters that went through that program Amen. with me. Amen. We're going to heartbreak again. All right, this is power beyond me, brother. Stay with me. We're going to heartbreak. We'll be right back with uh, Dave Rogers. You don't want to miss this. A great story after the break. Stay tuned. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. I could listen to any national big personality like Glenn Beck or Dave Ramsey, but the way Scott Black applies his academic approach to the average person is so much more relatable. Hey, this is Brett from Sacramento. On the Like It Matters radio show, Scott encompasses a 360-degree view of day-to-day life. So that obviously starts with spirituality and branches out into leadership, branches out into your workplace social issues, family issues, local issues, national issues, political issues. If you're able to clearly see kind of where you're at, what your purpose is, everybody needs this. It is life-changing. You know Like It Matters Radio brings truth therapy. Here's what you can do to help share this truth. Please call the program manager of your local radio station and ask them to add Like It Matters Radio to their schedule. Like It Matters Radio is radio like it matters. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters, inspiration, education, and application. And today, 
Uh, we are hope peddlers, uh, hope dealers, as uh, they like to say at Broken Chains, hope dealers. And and I got with me a good friend, pastor, a member of Broken Chains uh, National Leadership Team, Mr. Dave Rogers. Again, Dave, what an honor to have you here with me. And uh, let me ask you real quick, uh, and then I want to go into the name thing that we did. Uh, uh, real quick, what what's... Uh, What's the biggest takeaway? I know God said he's going to restore your uh, your light, your salvation. Uh, but what's the biggest takeaway for Dave Rogers, the man uh, from Leadership Awakening right now? It was the biggest thing I could take away is, is you know, God told me probably um, over a month and a half, maybe a month ago, you know, that I needed to die to self. And so I, mm. as a pastor. Or to study in that out, you know, what does it take? You know, what does it take to, if you would come after me, deny yourself, pick up your cross and follow me in the steps that were in that. And I, and I was trying to work that around in my mind. But coming into your program, that is my big takeaway. You taught me how to get out of my comfort zone, to be somebody I wanted to be all along, but was too afraid of rejection. And and you taught me how to die to self. And and like I said, you know, uh, even when I dressed my my leaders in a Zoom call uh, last Sunday, you know, I told them, I said, Super Dave's dead. I said, that died. That guy died in Dallas. You know, and that's well, not who I be. That's not who I am today. I'm who God wants right. me to be. No, and that's where I want to go into this last segment here. Uh, you know, I was talking about names. I love word. You and I, whether you realize that, we're both etymologists. We love words. Uh, we love the word, most of all. But I love words uh, in general, and I love his word more. Uh, and so we were talking about that. I was talking about names. We were talking laughing a little bit. It was near the end of the class about how every name in the Bible has a meaning. Like I said, manna. When God fed people from manna, and you know what manna means? They go, it means, what is it? And we were all laughing, talking about names and then Dave goes hey speaking about names can I say something I said sure so I let give him the floor and I start walking away and Dave goes where are you going so <laughs> tell me what happened after that when you said where are you going I go what so tell me what happened <laughs> well as soon as God told me to die I took my knife and started cutting off my super days off my cuts and one of my one of my team members said what are you doing and I said that man's dead but in my world where I come from names are so important you know, when the club gives you a name, you know, uh, you defend that name. And, and if you don't take the name, uh, they'll make you regret not taking that name. And so names are so honorable and, and important. And and I have a martial arts background. So I considered you. Yeah, I called you that once. I was like, yes, sensei. Uh, you know, you were my sensei, you know, through yeah. that class. Uh, challenging me to do and so what I did was is I pulled my name out of my cut pocket and you know I, I told you get back over get back over where you're going you know and, <laughs> and I humbly with all humility I had you know handed you that patch off my cut that I cut off my cut that said super Dave and 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 I told you this is big in my world and I would like for you to have this because this man died. Mm. And I want you to know, Dave, it's on my, I'll take a picture and send it to you personally. It's on my uh, board right in front of me as I sit right now with all my stuff that I talk about up there. I got right in the middle that uh, 
name badge and uh, it was a huge honor and uh, it brought tears to my eyes and I know like I said this is one of the reasons why I go to Sturgis I kept asking myself is to meet people that would normally feel uncomfortable around a different people group uh, and that's uh, the people I met and when I went to Broken Chains and Eureka Springs and Frank Gomez invited me and Frank I know you listen Frank thank you brother uh, I, it was I found a group of men and women that I feel like I fit with. And so I put in my application to become a member of Broken Chains and, uh, you know, and uh, I want to be uh, anything I can be for you guys. So I'm going to let you get a minute, Dave. Anything you'd like to say to everybody listening before I let you go? Man, one thing about my team, man, one thing that, that really impressed me about my team was, you know, we all come from different backgrounds or anything. They for 48 hours was Jesus was skin on to me. They didn't judge me by my past. They didn't judge me because I've made mistakes. They didn't judge me because I look different from them. They looked at me as a child of God, a child of the most high, you know, and, and that, that also helped me, you know, with that encouragement and them not judging me, you know, because I have people judge me all the time. I got people, well, I'll never forgive you, you know, for what you did yep. or the mistake you yep. made and stuff like that. Them guys and girls, man, I, I, they're my family now. They're my family now. Yep. You know? One thing we learned, universal law, hurting people hurt people. And I always say you can ban all the guns you want, but if you're going to take me out, Dave, uh, I'd rather use a bullet to the head than chop me up. I always say that. So if you're going to ban guns, you better ban knives and blades and rocks. And they drive vehicles now, sidewalks now to plow people down. So you might want to ban you know, vehicles. Until we break, fix the broken human heart, man's right. always the issue. And if man's yeah. the issue, then we need something above man uh, to deal with the issue. And that's where our hope is in Jesus Christ. And so, brother, uh, I'm excited about what God's going to do with us together. I'm looking forward to serving Broken Chains, serving you, uh, serving God. Uh, and I'm looking forward to riding with you to see what God has for us, brother. Yeah, I don't think God's done with me and you yet. Just yet. Oh, not yet, not yet. And you are a pastor. I'm a pastor. We don't. And I, as I said today, we don't need no stinking building. We don't need no denomination to tell us we're leaders. We're warriors. We're shepherds. Right, right brother? Right. <laughs> All right, my friend. Right. Well, God bless. I'll let you go. We'll talk soon. Okay, Dave. All right. Love you, Mr. Black. All right. Love you too, brother. Bye bye. In all the world, there is nobody, nobody like you. Since the beginning of time, there has never been another person like you. Nobody has your smile, your eyes, your hands, your hair. Nobody owns your handwriting or your voice. In all of time, there has never been anybody who laughs in exactly your way. And what makes you laugh or cry or think may have a totally different response than another. You are the only one in the whole of creation who has your particular set of abilities. There's always gonna be someone who is better at one thing or another. Every person might be your superior in at least one way, but nobody in the universe can reach the quality and the combination of your talents or your feelings. Throughout all of eternity, no one will ever walk, talk, think, or do exactly like you. You are rare. And in all rarity, there's enormous value. And because of your great value, 
the need for you to imitate everyone else is absolutely wrong. You happen to be special. And there's no accident that you are. Please realize that God made you for a special purpose. He has a job for you to do that no one else can do as well as you can. Out of the billions of applicants, only one is qualified. Only one has a unique and right combination of what it takes. And that one is you. But what happens in life is that one gets hurt. That one gets abandoned. That one gets neglected. That one realizes that someone says they will, but they won't. Someone says they do, but they don't. Someone said, trust me. And you wish you never did. And so we start putting up walls. Start believing lies. We get reminded by the accuser of the brethren of all of our screw-ups, of all of our mistakes. And the pain is so great, we start to self-medicate. We turn to the booze, we turn to the, the broads, we turn to the sex and porn and drugs and alcohol and pop this pill to get up and pop this pill to go to sleep and pop this pill to be turned on and pop this pill to be turned off. And before we know it, we don't know who we are. We don't know why we're here. We don't know whose we are. And so we go through life as these hurting vessels and we run into other hurting vessels and hurting people hurt people until they meet a flux. And your flux is called Mr. Black. And the process is a wow. It's the way of the warrior. It's to understand that the battle is strong, but you are stronger. And no weapon formed against you will prosper. Yeah, it might knock you on your butt. But when you get knocked on your butt, you pick yourself up. You dust yourself off and you hit it again and again and again. A righteous man will stumble seven times but get back up. But the wicked will stumble into ruin. I am Mr. Black reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. You have been listening to Mr. Black, Master Trainer for Like It Matters. Please find us on Facebook by searching LIM Radio. Make sure to follow us, like our posts, and share with others. Also, search YouTube for Like It Matters. Be sure to like and subscribe to our channel. And for more information on how we can help you live life like it matters, go to likeitmatters.net where you can find more information on our transformational training, our life coaching, counseling, our radio show, and other ways we help you continue the journey of living life like it matters.